Hey everyone, I'm Renee Bennett. Consider me the girl next door, having conversations that will help challenge and shape your worldview in a culture that has turned our moral compass upside down and inside out. To chat with me further, come join me on social media, girlnextdoor.podcast. No topics are off limits. I'm really glad you're here. Now, on to today's episode. Hey guys, it's so good to be with you on another Parenthood Friday. Thank you so much for joining me for a bit of a chat today about what do we do when we find that, you know, parenthood brings out the worst in us or our children are really triggering us and bringing out the worst in us. And I have no doubt that when you guys saw the title for today, you were like, I've got to listen to this one because it's something we can all relate to, right? Like, isn't it true that there is nothing like children to bring out the best in us, but there is also nothing like children to bring out the worst in us. And, you know, we can all talk about and be really proud of our best moments. And usually we all have a tendency to want to hide our our worst parts, our worst moments. So let's talk about that today. And guys, I really get it. Do you remember my story the other week, for those of you that listen weekly, about when I had to go and preach and my mother-in-law forgot to come to my house to babysit the kids? And so I was due to be uh, at this church by, I don't know, 8.30 in the morning. I wasn't, you know, my kids were all in their pajamas. I think they'd had breakfast. That's about it. All of a sudden, I'm realizing, oh my gosh, I've got to bring my kids with me. And then, of course, Liam, who was the, you know, the challenging child at that time, didn't want to get dressed. And so you guys can go back and listen to that story. But, you know, I grabbed him and took his PJ top off him and started whipping. (laughs) I used it to like whip his arm with it and go, you will get dressed. I know that sounds really brutal, but it was not quite that brutal, but still, it was not my shining moment where I'm like flicking him with his pajamas, telling him, hurry up to get dressed. But, you know, guys, I had many moments where I felt like I thought I was this calm, you know, uh, together kind of person. And I had many moments where I, you know, my, my kids, well, I don't want to blame my kids, but, you know, parenting, let's say parenting, it felt like the worst was being brought out of me. And, you know, there are so many times, even now, even now when my kids are, well, two of them adults, one almost, um, that they bring out uh, the vulnerable parts of me. Because when I say the worst parts, I think sometimes, you know, I'm not just talking about the, you know, the anger or the temper, but the vulnerable parts of ourself. And when I'm feeling vulnerable, that's when I act at my worst too. And I'm sure that you relate because I feel maybe afraid or I'm feeling rejected or my perfectionism is challenged or whatever it is. You know, even recently, um, I've got one of my kids and I'll I'll just, I'll try and be very um, non-descriptive here because I don't want to give away who it is. I love all my kids. Uh, One of my kids is very independent and I have raised that child to be independent, um, which is a good thing. And that child is also not overly, you know, emotional, which by the way, can be a good thing. It can be an, um, it can be a challenging thing at times, but it's actually mostly a good thing. Um, But sometimes, you know, if I'm not initiating a chat or a call or a text uh, this child could probably go days or maybe even weeks with no contact. That's just the kind of person that this child is. Now for Cameron, he's like, awesome. Our kids are being adults, 
we get to have time to ourselves. This is great. But for me, with my background and how I grew up, for me, that's a rejection. And so what it does is that brings out the worst in me. And so then I end up saying really stupid things to the kids, to the family, or to Cameron, like, you know, that child's going to get married and move out and I'm never going to hear from them. Or that child will never visit once they move out. They're just going to get on with their lives. They don't need me. Or um, that child won't, won't look after me in my old age. Yes, I've actually said that. They won't even notice. And then my family get really annoyed. They're like, okay, mum, what's wrong with you? That's death talk. Um, but these are the kinds of things I'm talking about that our children, no matter how old they are, no matter how little they are, no matter how old we are, that they can bring out our worst parts or our most vulnerable parts. And, and like I said, when our vulnerable parts are being uh, pushed, our buttons are being pushed, then that tends to bring out the worst behavior in us. And for me, because of um, rejection that I've had in my life, you know, sometimes that gets triggered and it's not my most shining moments. And it's good for me that my family snapped me out of that. Um, and I have to often self-talk myself around as well. So let's talk about what do we do when we feel like our kids are just rubbing us the wrong way. So I've got a few points about, um, about that. And then, um, and then I want to, I want to give us some, some really practical things on what we need to do as a human being in that moment. But let's just make a few points first about it. So first one is this, children will expose us for who we are and who we are not. It's just a fact of life, guys. Okay, you you get this beautiful baby and you bring them home and you're so excited and you know, you've been waiting for this moment to be a mom or to be a dad. And you know, it's all, I always liken it to, um, not that I'm comparing a baby to an animal. Okay, guys, but it's like bringing a puppy home. They're really, really cute until they start not sleeping through the night and they're whining and you've got to go and toilet them and they're pooping all through the house. And then you're like, what have I done? Um, and you know, when the, the sheen and the shine wears off, um, parenting really does expose us for who we are. And just because we ha are handed this baby, it doesn't mean that we're automatically this mature person or a mature parent. We actually grow along with them. You know, they're maturing and growing and learning. And guess what? So are we. So that's just the first thing to know. Just be aware that they are going to expose us for who we are. They will expose our immaturities and the things we need to work on. Number two, children are going to test the boundaries. It is going to happen and we have to um, accept it and expect it. Oh, I just thought of that off the top of my head, guys. Do you like that? We have to accept it and expect it, that they're going to test the boundaries. It is a part of them growing. So be prepared and just, you know, say to yourself, it's going to come. You know, they're not doing, they're not going to test you because they want to get back at you. Um, they're not doing it to get at you. They're just doing it because they're kids. Okay. So that's the second thing to know. Number three, the third thing to know is it is our job to have verbal and emotional self-control, okay? And that is as hard as that can be. It is a part of our job as a parent to not be explosive um, or reactionary. And yes, we are all going to make mistakes in this area, but we need to 
take responsibility and know that we've got to have verbal and emotional self-control. And we've really just got to make a decision about that. And it is our job to be the patient one because we are the adult and they are the child. Number four, this is a good one to remember. There's actually nobody as forgiving as children. This is a beautiful part about parenting when we stuff up or we mess up. I've found that when I've reacted badly, my reaction is to want to hide and pretend that it hasn't happened. And I've probably learned a lot from Cameron in this because he just owns stuff. So I've learned that an honest, I'm so sorry, mum was angry then and I shouldn't have been and I'm sorry and just owning that, I'm telling you, it really does melt kids' hearts. Kids get really surprised when their parents own it and say sorry, and they're super compassionate. They're so willing to forgive and move on. So just remember that. Number five, just remember that you actually play a dominant role in shaping your child's emotional responses. And the way that they're your child's emotional responses are shaped is by the fact that they're watching your emotional responses. And I think when we remember that, it can help us to have more self-control because our kids are watching and we are their major example in how to react because they will follow suit. So if we're fearful about everything, they're likely to be fearful. You know, if we're the kind of person that they see us returning a wrong for a wrong, then they'll most likely do it too. If we're overly emotionally sensitive, guess what? They're more likely to be as well. And honestly, as a teacher, I could literally match kids up with their parents for this very reason. I would all the time, it would be very, the parents' behavior most of the time was reflected in the kids' behavior. Like I remember having this really, really nervous kind of neurotic mum and her child was exactly the same. Or I remember having this mum that had this great sense of humor, like always laughed. And her child actually grew up to be a comedian, um, but he was always so funny. So it is very reflective. So our responses do shape our children's responses. And that moves on to our um, my sixth thought about this, that the response that they learn in the earlier years, it will show up in their teen years. This is kind of the scary one. You might think you've gotten away with certain responses um, because your kids might not copy you when they're younger, but attitudes that you have or reactions that you have as they grow, they will often adopt when they become teenagers. So you might not see it straight away. So that's kind of a follow on from number five, but you will see it in their teenage years. And number seven We can't lead our kids further than we've gone ourselves. Now, this might be a leadership principle, but it's actually a parenting principle also. You know, how can we expect our child to behave better than what we behave? So that's another good thing to keep in mind. Okay, so there's some thoughts around... um, around us and how we can, you know, we get triggered or how we can have the worst brought out in us or the most vulnerable parts brought out in us. But what about some practical things of what we can do in those moments? Um, So the first thing I would say about that, guys, 
We really have to own it. Uh, There is no way around this. We have to own it. We have to be able to say, this is my issue. This is my fault. Um, That's a hard one to say. Um, because again, we are the parent and they are the child. So we have to take responsibility for it. This is why I love a lot of the Jordan Peterson stuff, because he's like, yes, life can be difficult and circumstances can, you know, really be challenging in life. But his biggest life message is that guys, we've got to own things and take responsibility. And I think this really is a part of um, when we become parents, we do have to own our reactions. And so on a practical level, um, and I see this one a lot, guys, and I would strongly advise that you don't go to social media about it. Um, I see mums, actually mostly mums, I, I very rarely see dads do this, but I see mums tend to go to social media and um, you know, pour out their woes on a social media post, which I just think that when we do that, it's because we want to make ourselves feel better about ourselves. And I think in those instances, these issues are more private issues that social media is not the place to vent. This is the time to have a conversation privately with a friend because how do you think our kids feel about that? It might be okay when they're a bit littler, but I know now if I were to go onto social media and have a bit of a, you know, honest session about how terrible that I felt and how difficult parenting was and how it's bringing out the worst in me, my kids would actually get so annoyed with me. So we really have to be careful when our kids are smaller and they don't, you know, they're not seeing what you're posting on social media and they don't really get a say about it. We need to be careful the kinds of things that we're posting as parents, because really ultimately what we're saying is, um, you know, uh, that my life is hard because of you, because of my kids. And so that's not really a great thing to do. But also on a practical level, I would say, don't do it alone. Don't do parenting alone because we're more likely to to lose our temper and to have the worst brought out on um, in us when we are, you know, back against the wall and we're tired and we're doing everything on our own. We all need a support system. And if you don't have a partner, find another person that you can call on for support. That's a really good thing to do. I know my mum, when I was younger, she could always call on her parents or her brother who lived around the corner or her sister and her sister's husband. And she also had our neighbors. So she had quite a good support system. Another thing I would say, guys, is just remember to keep perspective. Okay, so most things in life, we don't get to do them more than once. And I know at the time when we're feeling, you know, not at our best, we forget that it really is a short time that we're having to parent our kids. They are little for such a short time. They're in the middle years for such a short time. They are teenagers for such a short time. And if we miss that, then we will regret that later on. If we, you know, just remember that if you keep that in perspective, this too shall pass. I think I've said this before, but sometimes the days will feel long, but believe me, the years are short. So when you're feeling like it's really wearing on you, just remember how short that season is and try and enjoy it as much as you can. 
Okay, another point is to remember that you're investing into your future relationship because when your kids are younger, you know, when they're little right through to middle years and teenage years, they have to live with you. But it won't be long before they're 18, 19, 20 and they can move out if they want. Will they want to hang with you when they're grown? And I used to think that, and I've got that perspective as a teacher as well, because I remember I always treated the kids in my class so well, no matter who it was, no matter what their behavior was like. And now I'm so glad because there, a lot of them are all grown up and they've got me as Facebook friends. And I'm like, man, that would have come back to bite me in the bottom big time. But it's the same with our kids. They're going to remember when they're older, what you were like when they were younger. So remember that the way that you treat them now and you know those times when it's difficult, but you choose self-control, you're investing into your future relationship. Um, couple more, uh, there's nothing wrong with needing some time out yourself and try and just grab it in small snippets if you can. You know, it's actually okay. I would say to my child, because I had one of my kids that used to talk and talk and talk, and I'm actually a pretty quiet person by nature. When someone's talking at me all day long, I find it exhausting. So I would actually be honest and just say, hey, mum needs a break for a minute. So I wasn't mean, I wasn't nasty, but I had to do that before I blew blew up. <laughs> it was like, say it nicely, just let them know, I love you, I just, mummy needs a break right now. Uh, and they can go do something else, they can go play, that's good for them. But take a moment, have a coffee, go to your bedroom, read a book, and, and it's good for your kids to know that sometimes you need time out too. Um, the last two I would say to help yourself deal with those moments would be to change up your environment. That can be a really simple but powerful thing to do. So, you know, it could be that you need to get out the house or it could be that you actually need to go home. So, you know, if you've been inside for long periods of time or you've been cooped up, go outside, go do something fun. I know for me, I tried not to stay home all day. Um, even though I was really routined, but I would try and take my kids out in the morning and do something we enjoyed together. So I would get a coffee and we'd take them to the playground or I'd meet a friend there. So, you know, just go out and give yourself that space. Or it could be the opposite that you've been, you know, worn yourself and your kids ragged by being out and about, in which case you might just need to all go home and have some downtime or need to go and have some alone time uh, at home. So change up the environment. And the last one that I would say is, um, and this really helped me and Cameron used to give me good perspective when I would feel like I was, you know, ready to have, I had steam blown out my ears. I would actually have to adjust my expectations. Now I'm a real perfectionist. I like good behavior. I like a clean house. I don't like chaos. Um, I, I like calm and quiet and, you know, sometimes I would find that my expectations of my kids are just too high. You know, I've got boys and I had little kids and they wanted to play and make mess and make noise. And, um, you know, I found that when my expectations of them were too high, then that would make me angry when they couldn't reach them. And that's not their fault. That's my fault for having expectations that are too high. So I would remind myself, their kids, you know, remind yourself of how old they are. You know, he's five or she's eight or she's 16, <laughs> whatever it is, and adjust yourself accordingly. So there you go. So let me just go over those last few. I won't go over the first seven. 
But let me go over those last practical ones about what you can do in those moments when you feel like your kids are really bringing out the worst in you. So firstly, own it and take responsibility for it. Don't go to social media about it. Go to a friend. Don't do it alone. Have a support network. Keep perspective. So remind yourself this season will pass. Um, Remember that you're investing into your future relationship by how you're treating them now. Remember that there's nothing wrong with needing some time out for yourself. So be honest about it and grab that. And then change up the environment if you need to. And finally, adjust your expectations. So guys, I hope that's helped you a little bit. And mostly, just know that you are not alone, okay? It is so normal to feel like, you know, one minute you can feel like, oh my gosh, I am world's best mum or I'm a world's best dad. And the next minute you can feel like, I'm hopeless at this. I'm a terrible mum. I'm a terrible dad. Um, And, you know, when you see someone, when you're out and about, if you see someone doing a good job with their kids, even if they're a stranger, tell them. Like, okay, random story. I was at my local cafe the other day and... I think I was with Cameron and, um, and this lovely family walked in to have breakfast and they had this really cute little boy and a really cute little girl. And they were just sitting there so well behaved. Like they just were, uh, they were the most respectful kids. They just were beautiful. I know I just was fascinated by watching them. And so when Cameron and I went to leave, I just bent over to the mum and dad and I just said, Hey, I just want to let you know, you guys are doing such a good job and your kids are beautiful. And they just shone from ear to ear. So let a parent know when they're doing a good job. All right, guys. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. Uh, I'm in the middle of a series about the queen and the monarchy at the moment called The Crown. So I would highly suggest if you like the crown, the queen, if you want to know about colonization and the monarchy, go and check that out. There's one episode up so far. There'll be another one or two in the next couple of weeks. Guys, I love you so much. Thank you to those that are doing written reviews on Apple or giving five-star ratings on Apple and Spotify. I appreciate that. I truly do. Have a wonderful week and I'll be with you next Friday. Bye.